0: This is Friday, November twenty-six. What makes you angry? I mean, really angry. Scripture tells us that Jesus became angry when he saw that the temple, the place set aside for people to seek the Father, had been turned into a den of robbers. It more, looked more like a flea market than a sanctuary, and the worst kind of business was taking place there. It was a sort of religious extortion. All the while, the name of the Lord was being scandalized, and Jesus became angry enough that he fashioned a whip and he cleared the area of the money changers. As the book of Jonah ends, we find the prophet Jonah hopping mad, not just a little irritated. Here's how our text reads. Jonah chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was angry. And he prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, is this not what I said when I was yet in my country? That is why I made haste to flee to Tarshish. For I knew that you're a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relenting from disaster. Therefore now, O Lord, please take my life from me. For it is better for me to die than live. And the Lord said, Do you do well to be angry? Do you know what got Jonah angry? It was that the Lord relented. And the Lord didn't bring destruction on his enemies in Nineveh. Jonah, as we learned, had preached a hellfire and brimstone message. And it worked. Or a better way to say is that God worked. The people repented. They fasted and prayed. It was a bona fide revival from the king on down to the lowest of people in the city. And in the midst of this moment of God's mercy so remarkable, Jonah became ticked. The truth is he wanted to see the Assyrians pay for what they had done. They didn't deserve God's forgiveness. Maybe that was the thing. Jonah felt like he was a good guy. He'd been serving God, making great sacrifices to follow the Lord, and here were a bunch of misfits, deplorables for sure, and God set his affection on them? That is just plain wrong, is it not? And that's how we think. We should oppose evil and evil people. They cannot be forgiven. Years ago, I read the book entitled Sunflower. It was written by Simon Wiesenthal, He wrote this amazing account from an experience he had as a Jewish prisoner during World War II. It's a painful story. Here's what happened in a nutshell. Wiesenthal was just a young man when one day he was called from his work detail by a nurse to the bedside of a dying Nazi soldier. The soldier told him he was seeking forgiveness for a horrible crime he had perpetrated. He was close to death and he needed forgiveness. A year earlier, the soldier had participated in the destruction by fire and with guns of a house of 300 Jews. He and the other soldiers set the building on fire, and when the people began to jump out of the windows, they gunned them down. Wiesenthal heard the story of the soldier, and he walked from the room without saying anything to him. He refused to offer forgiveness. Later, Wiesenthal asked various people to consider whether he should have forgiven the extended forgiveness to the man. Some said it's what he should have done. Yes, he should have been forgiven. Others said it should be refused because to give forgiveness would dishonor the victims and minimize the actions of the soldiers. It would make light of what the man had done. It would just be unjust and wrong to forgive this man. And add to that, who is he to forgive a man for killing others? It, had no, it was not him. How could he forgive? The question, I thought, is, where do we stand? Jonah took his stand in anger against God because he thought it was wrong that the Lord should show mercy to the people of Nineveh. They deserve judgment, but God gave them mercy. Are there limits to God's mercy? Should be, there, there be limits to our own? Jonah feels so strongly about this that he says he would rather die than live in a world where justice is not done. But you know, Jonah is missing a piece of the story. And so was Visenthal. First, we need to know that God values and defends justice far more than we do. We can become outraged when we hear of injustice in the world. When it comes into our lives, we're furious and we feel that someone has to pay. God is angry about sin as well. But there's more. God does something about it. How could God forgive the people of Nineveh? How could He forgive us? One has come into our world that lived in righteousness in every way. It was He, the Lord Jesus, who settled the issue of justice in his blood by his death on the cross. It is his death that settles the score and actually provides a forgiveness that settles the justice, satisfies the justice of God. That doesn't settle human justice. There still need to be courtrooms and criminals that need to be punished. But with God, our sins can be forgiven because of what Jesus did. The point from the book of Jonah is that God gave a mercy and forgiveness that was scandalous to Jonah. To Jonah, it was just plain wrong. No doubt Jonah had been raised with a hair-trigger sense of the justice of God. God is holy. He cannot accept any sin. It is abhorrent and opposed to the way God created our world. It's true. In this case, God seems in the wrong to Jonah. But now with the missing piece of the puzzle, with Jesus... The ways of God come into focus. None of us can stand before God on our own. Each of us needs grace. But Jesus has accomplished justice for us and all that come to him by faith, bringing us life and forgiveness and peace with God. Now, there may be those that God has forgiven that offend your sense of justice, but it is one, it has been the forgiveness that God has given I pray that as we learn from the story of Jonah that our sense of God's mercy will also grow and we'll look at our neighbors and our city with the kind of mercy and love with which God has looked upon us. Let's pray. Cause us, O Lord, to love mercy, to love your mercy. Pour out your mercy on us and on our city. Help us to trust that what Jesus has done is enough. Make us bearers of your message of hope. To the praise of your glorious name, through Jesus Christ we pray, amen.